Do not deny justice or show partiality to anyone. Do not accept a bribe, for it blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the righteous. Pursue justice and justice alone so that you will live and possess the land the Lord your God is giving you. This is the Tag You're It podcast. I am Ray Ray. And I am David Van Bever. And welcome, everybody, again, as we uh, come together in this uh, way of coming together over the Internet, uh, two studios. One podcast. Yeah, there we go. There we go. It's got the, uh, our, our new little theme there. Adam. Yeah, yeah. Two studios, one podcast. Yeah, the Tag Your It podcast. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much uh, for uh, downloading and uh, listening to our podcast and being a part of this thing. We have not uh, talked about uh, abolitionist issues uh, that much so far this year. I think we've mentioned some stuff for sure. Um, we yeah. would not, uh, not miss that. On them but yet, yeah, though. yeah. I don't think so. I don't think no, so. Don't so think we need to have one. So yeah, yeah. I mean, whenever you're in a barbershop for nine and a half hours a day and just uh, going from person to person, conversation to conversation, and then life at home, and then this added to it, yeah, my mind's gone anywhere. So I could be, I can, I can be humble and say I could be wrong about that. But you know, we're gonna t- talk about abolition stuff. Anyway, and so I just wanted to uh, mention because it's this is kind of awesome. Um, we are not a big podcast at all. Um, you know, we, we we have listeners. I know we have views on. Yeah, it's it's awesome. But what's really cool is just to know even uh, something as small as we are, um, it does uh, have some uh, some not necessarily clout, I'm going to say, but it gets out there. People listen. And yeah, uh, yeah, it does have some impact. And Dave um, told me the other day on the the phone anyway, and, you know, just uh, Dave can talk about it, but it's, it's uh, the fact that, uh, you know, there are some people that have stated that uh, they found out about abolitionism because of tag you're it. And so um, I, I just wanted to take time just thanking God for that. That means this is being useful and uh, something that is helping uh, sharpen one another. And uh, it's helping do this whole, especially whenever he's getting the word about abolition. They have been the individuals who told me that they had heard about abolition through our podcast, which was way cool. Knowing that that was how they first encountered abolition. They actually met up with Jared Burdick at the mill there in Olathe, which was really cool. And they saw that they had a mutual connection, reached out to me. We had some discussions, uh, really neat things, hopefully some very cool stuff uh, underway because of those connections. But they knew about abolition and they got to the mill and they have been doing evangelism at the mill quite regularly beside some of our other friends. So just a neat little piece, uh, how that all works together. And I'm just grateful God gets all the glory and uh, we're just grateful to continue to sharpen one another through this podcast. Yeah, and we yeah. just pray that it will be a blessing to other people and sharpen them and equip them and uh, also challenge them to uh, serve the Lord. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's just awesome news that I just wanted to make sure that we shared because it's just it's the, it's those little itty bitty things that just pop up out of nowhere. It's just kind of like, all right, let's uh, let's continue. Let's <laughs> let's continue yeah. to go. Because, like, again, like I, I just want to be a help and not a hurt or anything. And uh, also got to be good stewards of our time. So, mm-hmm. you know, just to know that, like, we are taking this time and it is making an impact that, as it is um, that it, that it's doing and people are called to action. And the thing is, we didn't know until they said it. So it's not like they're going like, you know, well, we got to get with tag because they're the guys. No, no, no. They they took it upon themselves. And that's the the Christian duty is self-government in that sense. And so you're taking the duty upon yourself and then getting involved. And it's not about logos. It's not about denominations. It's not about the thing. It's about Christ and his word and acting uh, according to that word, Ephesians four, <laughs> you know? Amen. And so uh, that's, that's the beautiful thing. But yes, I did want to come up and talk. Um, we, recently there was a, the big whole March for life stuff going on. And so we were going to bring in a video um, with something about that. But the, the big issue is abolition is uh, just as important as it was before Roe. Um, the, the, the continued mm-hmm. debate about abortion and uh all this stuff, it is even more applicable now. It's almost like once Roe versus Wade was gone, like the uh, early, in, in that sense, uh, it was, you know, it seemed like, okay, well, I guess we've done it. You know, that's, you know, that's what the pro-life movement wanted you to believe is that 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 was the, the that was the cow that had to come down, the sacred cow that had to come down. And it's like, n- no, we were saying the whole time we could have done stuff about it. And now we're actually in the position, right, that 
we were in before because 50 all 50 states could have rose up and said no we're not going to allow that in our state and we will fight the federal government if they fight us for making abolition laws um, yes. because we do have a uh, sovereign statehood so we can we can do that um the thing is i'm in springfield missouri and it is federally illegal to uh, still sell and have uh, on your possession uh, marijuana. Uh, but in Springfield, uh, just recently, I mean, very recently, we had lines outside of dispensaries. People can just go out and buy regular, you know, I, I don't really need anything other than maybe just a proof that I'm of a certain age, but I can just go out and buy marijuana. Guess what? That's in Missouri. I'm not, I'm yeah. not going to get pulled over by a police officer and, and throw right, in a, a right ticket or jail or something like that. As well. But yeah, but if a federal agent were to come in and they wanted to, um, I could have my butt in prison and or tickets or whatever that they want to do some sort of court date um, because I had possession of marijuana and I don't have any sort of medical thing. So, I mean, that's the thing is like, again, the, the, the whole argument didn't go away. People love weed more than they love babies. Yes. Still, still here, still just as important. So don't get apathetic. Um, if you've uh, been led to believe, I am sorry to hear that. Um, but believe the truth. Um, the whole abolition thing, the whole, um, the whole fight uh, to rescue those um, is still applicable. It is still even more. It's actually probably more emphasized now um, because of the 50 state free for all that we do have. Um, and we need to stop acting like we were prior to Roe. Um, the plexit issue to leave plant or pro-life is still just as important. Leave, get out, get away. We'll show a video of why, um, because they're going to yes. say they're the compassionate position and that people like Dave and I are not compassionate at all. And guess what? Uh, a, a faux compassionate is not compassion at all. And so we'll, no. we'll get into that, but I do wanted to, uh, definitely put it out there. Um, you guys can get on the AAMO podcast. Please look that up. If you're, especially if you're in the state of Missouri, that's going to give you all the information. Cause we are going to make sure that we aren't one trick ponies on, on tag. You're, we're going to try to continue to give different uh, things about different things so that we're more of an equipping thing for uh, a more worldview issue and then there's the particulars but this is a part of the particulars that dave and i are a part of and we're championing so we got to talk about it but uh, we do have senate bill 356 and house bill 818 um so this is the first time in missouri and probably u.s history so missouri's leading the way at least on the abolition front that we have two of the same languaged bill in the, both the house and the senate same time same session um going forth. And that is something to praise God for. That is something to thank God for that. There was, you know, not, not only Mike moon, but we, uh, he's a Senator, but we have representative Bob Titus who has uh, taken up the mantle to deliver house bill 818 and file that into the house. So that again, same language. And so just to let you guys know this act. So both of them are the same. So you can basically say they're just one, one statement says this act ensures that it is the intent of Missouri, the Missouri General Assembly, to acknowledge the sanctity of innocent human life and the unborn child at every stage of development has all the rights, privileges, and immunities available to other persons, citizens, and residents of the state pursuant to the Missouri Constitution. It uh, also provides any person accused of committing any criminal offense against a person under the laws of this state where the victim is an unborn child and shall be prosecuted in a venue as provided in the act. So that when we're talking about equal protection, there you go. We've got two. We've got a Senate bill, a House bill, equal protection of the laws for the pre-born in effect. Because so if yeah. you're just listening to the podcast for the first time, maybe someone sent this to you. The reality is that the current situation in Missouri, following the fall of Roe versus Wade, when all the trigger laws went into effect that the governor Parsons that Governor Parsons put together, once all of those went into effect, they did not make abortion illegal in the state of Missouri. That was touted all over the place, but that is not the truth. And the sad thing is it wasn't just the mass media who leaned very liberal stating that. It was actually evangelicals and pro-life Christians saying, look, abortion is illegal now in the state of Missouri, which was false. We've demonstrated, and you can go to an article that I wrote on theologyforlife.com and just look up abolition. There's an article there, but Adam and I actually did a program not too long ago after the fall of Roe versus Wade, where we worked through each of those different steps in the trigger measures and demonstrated, nope, 
it is no. still perfectly legal so we've got and good yeah. according to the state of Missouri Elective, to murder so we can, your baby if they're not 15 weeks yeah. old. So, yeah, when you're talking to somebody, make sure to get the qualifier. Um, this is something that – and I will I'll just name him. Um, he was the president uh, – I'm thinking it was now the president of the Christian Life Commission here in the state of Missouri. His name's Timothy Faber. Um, he is the one we've had you know open contact. There's nothing behind his back. Um, sure. we've I've had the discussion with him, so there's no cowardice on my part, and I'm not overstepping my bounds, but Timothy – Faber is the one is the type of one that's going around Missouri pathways, uh, newspaper, stuff like that. Uh, he's saying that abortion has been banned. The same thing that the Missouri resolution from the CLC said that abortion was banned. And then as a qualifier, elective abortion has been banned. So that is not, no, no, there's still pills that are able to be getting. And that's what they're sort of touting this year on the pro-life side is that, well, let's go after the pill company. So they're anti pill company. They're anti-abortionists. They're not anti-abortion. So that's and that's the problem. And by the way, yes. Dr. Faber has an incredible invitation to come on and to demonstrate to us from Scripture, as we would allow anyone else to come on and demonstrate that the, again, incrementalist pro-life position is the biblical position. Please yeah. demonstrate that. Yeah. Dr. Tim, we would kindly invite you on to demonstrate that what you're saying is true and then to advocate for it and demonstrate from Scripture that what you have been fighting for is actually right when we have said and we have demonstrated from Scripture repeatedly that it is fallacious and what you're doing is actually legalizing murder. So, yes, sir. Timothy, if you uh, you want to come on the podcast, please, um, we would love to talk with you again. Uh, we've had relationship. And uh, yeah. the thing is, is I, I, I would say on our end and I'll just uh, just be uh, transparent, um, you know, that there is a little bit of uh, we were railroaded um, by you a few years ago and there has not been any reconciliation. And I was hoping the reconciliation would come organically through working together. But it just seem, seems like there's not going to be any working together. And uh I don't want it to be my fault here. Um, it's it's sort of we can take faults, but uh, there has to be repentance um, against uh, you know being not fully um, justified in the position and all that kind of stuff. But we can talk about that. But uh, but yes, and uh, there's a perfect opportunity, and I have invited Timothy Faber. Um, and, yeah, yeah, we'll email him yeah, this program yeah, too. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, email yeah, him to this program to remind yeah, him, brother. We'd love yeah, to have you come out and visit. Yeah. Tell us, tell us where we are wrong. Demonstrate yeah. from scripture so that we might repent and see what is right and true. Yeah, because somebody's got to repent here. That's the thing is like somebody's got to repent. So it's like the, the big thing is, is I was told that, uh, you know, if we just drop the whole uh, pro-life folks repenting of their incrementalism, um, then we could get along. And it's like, so that means we need to repent. So somebody's got to repent. Know. Like, you know, it's, it's a matter of who, not if um, in this situation. So if we need to repent, you need to call us out, brother. Um, and then if you need to repent, you need to repent. So that's the way we, that's the game that we play whenever these we are, are two Christians. exclusively so. different. So logically, these are two exclusively different positions. There is a position that says it is all right to slowly dial changes to where that's the great question. And, and where. politically, politically, and that's yes. the issue politically dial instead of just hanging back and teaching the truth about it. And then actually giving it over to God and resting on God to change the hearts of people or manipulating them through law. So who is the one that's the secularist, um, Christian nationalist, at least by the world's definition that is wrong about what true what we would call true crew Christian nationalism or, you know, sort of a Christian reconstruction idea, not fully rush duty or whatever, but like what yeah. we have touted on our podcast um, and, and stuff like that more, you know, in, in that vein. But, you know, the, the, the wrong definition is a wrong definition and it actually, it should be scary because, you know, it's the incremental type people that end up hurting people. And that's not really true, like a good Christian um, sort of nationalism in that, in that regard. But there's a great opportunity and I have invited Timothy Faber and I want to invite anybody and everybody. And I'm going to share the flyer here real quick yes, once it please. lets me here. But we have uh, coming up on February 15th. Again, uh, Dave and I were there last year. I got to speak last year. This year, I'm going to just take the opportunity to hang back and uh, just uh, be there early and hopefully talk to a lot of representatives and Senate people, talk um, talk to, uh, hand out literature, hang out with Wes Scroggins and just uh, and Mike Moon and hey, Doug Ritchie, I'm looking for you if you're listening to this podcast. We, we can have a fun time talking, but we have the Abolish Abortion Missouri Rally Wednesday, February 15th, 2023 from 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. in the Capitol 
Rotunda in Jefferson City, Missouri. So you can check out uh, all the abol- uh, oh, all the Abolish Abortion Missouri stuff at Abolish abortionmo.org please get a hold of the podcast um, go to this website uh, equip yourself arm yourself get in the know get on tagyouratministries.org look at the whole like every time that I we make an abortion and abolition related video I've got a page with the Missouri for Missouri Baptist for the abolishing for abolishing abortion man there's so many different little labels and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, but uh, to remember but uh, all all our taggerate conversations so you can go from our history from Dave and I first throwing out a resolution um, to now um, yep. lined up on that on that uh, page so there's a playlist there but please come out and do that so you can come between 1 and 2 30 and uh, come I think Rusty Thomas is going to be there speaking um, I mean I'll be there uh, Wesley Scroggins will be there um, like all the AMO folks pretty much will be there I think we'll have Kevin Myers he'll definitely be there um, and but if you want to come early please uh, if you are an abolitionist and you are in the know uh, please come and help out talk meet people um, show them the love of Christ uh, as as they are image bearers and that they're an error and that uh, offer them the the opportunity that what the gospel is like you can repent and it's okay and there's no gotcha here okay let's just repent let's right. stop the murder of the image of God in our state okay because we 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 can do this we can do this so um, but yeah so that's that being said I just wanted to throw all that stuff out there uh, that's kind of where we are so let's uh, get into what we want to talk about with the uh, March for Life uh, in Virginia Virginia. Um, there was the Attorney General of Virginia that I just saw a little clip, and so I kind of wanted to discuss some issues based on uh, what he said, but we can look at this whole uh, sort of uh, video and article um, that uh, I got to see uh, via, uh, I think I found this on Twitter and uh, shared by a bunch of abolitionists, but let's uh, listen to this and uh, deal with it. The sea of people against abortions flood the streets outside Virginia's Capitol building including Virginia Attorney General Jason Meares. The pro-life message is one of compassion. He was one of several speakers at the March for Life rally in Richmond, saying there needs to be more focus on groups supporting mothers and announced opposing prosecuting women who seek an abortion. And there have been some voices in this country saying we should prosecute women who make the decision to have an abortion. That is not right. I can- it is not right, but not in the way that he is saying it's not right. Bingo. That's yeah. right. And so this is the real straw man. March yeah, for Life for always occurs in February. It occurs at multiple states. There's a, a March for Life rally. I'm sure they're at the Missouri state capitol. I know that there was one at the Kansas state capitol not too long ago. What we have seen over and over again is that all of these politicians who have come out over and over again that they are for they are pro-lifers. They have essentially hitched their wagons to a large political movement. They have not, by conviction, actually accurately assessed the idea that when we say that a child is made in God's image, when we say that they were knit together in the womb of their mother, that they are fully and truly human. God has given us very clear boundaries on when life begins. Those in the pro-life political movement have said that that's what they uphold, but they have not acted in accordance with that. Rather than saying, then, because these are human beings, they need to be treated with equal justice, they have said, regulate, regulate, regulate. Here is one of those people who, for political expediency, has said, oh no, we are not going to treat these babies as truly human beings because when their mothers murder them, we're not going to prosecute them for murder. We're not going to allow the law to apply in the same way to a child in the womb as it would apply to a child outside of the womb. Yes, yes. And so um, the, the, the major thing that what's coming out of his mouth here as uh, you know, it's not just the the abortion thing, but it's also now turning against the abolition movement. So yes, one thing is the abolition movement is getting louder. Yes. Thank you, every one of you who has heard and goes, wait a second, that is an image of God. When does the soul enter a person? Ask really yourself great. that question. That's that's the thing. When when is like you know it's the same thing whenever because it's one of the greatest little quips from an atheist you know like especially against like theistic evolution when did the soul evolve 
when did that go into a person? So when does it come into effect? The thing is, if we're made in the image of God, we have immaterial and we are material, both. And so we're looking at only material. And then we're judging if a person is a human, a person is a person based on matter whenever whenever the, the idea of person is a immaterial thing. And that can only make sense if God exists, he speaks, and he creates and all that stuff because God is spirit. Um, you're not you're not Plato and you're not gonna be better than Plato trying to put this thing together. Mm-hmm. So just believe Jesus. And the again, thing is whenever you get into that, yeah, go for it, Dave, before yeah, I go on a soapbox. Again, but, I think you've hit it right on though, because that's where that's where the the major point is. What is being presented is I am the real compassionate one. Yeah. We are the real compassionate ones because women are victims. Are you ready to to quote a little bit of Justin Peters? Everyone is a victim. We are a victim of Adam's sin. We yeah. have, again, we have had his sinfulness imputed on each and every one of us. We are all victims of that action. That is a true statement. But we're all However, perpetrators. We're all perpetrators. That's that's the issue. We we so to yeah play the victim card is is completely fallacious. And I would tell you again, and I love how Dusty Devers talks about it. He goes, you can take the red pill or you can take the white pill. Once you go to the actual places where these children are murdered, you will see women who know that they are killing their babies. They will say, I know I'm killing my baby. I'm glad to kill my baby. I've killed six of my babies. They are not victims. Now, are there on occasion women who are actually drug in there and forced to kill their baby? Certainly. But our laws would already protect them. That's And that's the thing about equal protection. And if you – again, if you go to uh, the Senate Bill 356 and House Bill 818, it deals with that. It deals with the fact that there is a exception not – not an exception for abortion. Abortion is still treated as what it is, is murder. But there is provision for duress. And so you got a gun stuck to your head and somebody's got, you know, and 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 they're like taking you to Planned Parenthood and say, you're going to do this or I'm going to shoot you. Um, you know, you doing the action, it is still murdering somebody. But if you're under duress, there is an exception. There is, I guess we could say, grace applied to the situation, but we still have to call it what it is, well, the which is the murder. <laughs> yeah. The, the law yeah, would rightly recognize yeah. coercion. And this would happen if somebody um, held a gun to your head and told you, you know, like they jumped in your car and said they jumped out of the bank after just robbing it, held a gun to your head and said, drive off. Guess what? You are you are an accessory. You did help that person get away, but they had a gun to your head at the very moment. You're just going, I don't want to die. And you start driving. Right. And so guess what? You're not going you you prove that in court and you're good. You know, but so this is equal protection of the law for our pre-born neighbors. So it's just including them as image of God, what we already believe, especially Christians, what we already believe and know, especially not just we know and we were suppressing, but then the truth of God revealed goes, yeah, yeah, you knew, didn't you? Yeah, this is what I said, and this is what you already knew innately, and you tried to suppress. You know, this is the thing, and so we we just need to. Tell the truth. We're supposed to be the pillar and buttress of the truth, and this is when we're not. So I'm not sure um, where this man is in his relationship with Christ. If he has one, if he cares uh, about it, if he does, then uh, the thing is, is then what is the standard of compassion? What does it mean to be compassionate? And if you're going to be, have show partiality, again, if you're showing partiality, then you have a compassionless compassion. Again, this, this is whenever you deviate from the definition of God. And then it causes you to be irrational. There is – I'm going to hit play, and then I've got something that I want to say here because I want to let him finish a statement here. I think he's really close to it. I believe it's the first March for life. Okay. I believe in protecting women and babies no matter what choice they made. That is a lie. He is not for protecting babies. They aren't making a choice, by the way. They aren't making a choice to be 14 weeks old or excuse me, 14 days old instead of 15 days old. Not a choice. But there's a double fault here. The first fault is he is not being compassionate to any children. To be compassionate to these children is to fight for them. Love your neighbor as yourself. Secondly, his fault is what he is saying is compassion. Babying 
baby murderers and providing justification or rationalization for their murder is a sin against them. So you first rationalize it's okay to murder that child, which shows no compassion to that child. Second, you rationalize the sin of murder to the parent, therefore not allowing them to confront the sin of murdering their child and bringing them to repentance and salvation and knowledge of the truth. That is a damnable position to hold. Yes. And so, and then, so the, the, I mean, my, my big thing is whenever I listen to his speech, yeah, he, he's not compassionate about the baby at all. It's all about women. And so here's what I'm going to continue to say, because I know uh, as a Republican, as a conservative, um, if we go in a secular way, like, you know, you have uh, Mike or whatever, uh, uh, trying to think from, from uh, Daily Wire, uh, Mike. You know, he's he has videos going into uh, schools and their council meetings speaking against critical race theory. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, yes. And uh, you have other conservatives doing the same thing. Yet here we are. Here we are. Here's where we go. Wait, all women are victims. Wait a second. What does that sound like? That sounds like, uh, you know, critical race theory and intersectionality that, you know, women are always going to be victims of this because dot, dot, dot. And it's like, wait a because second. They no, can have children yeah. And can't. yeah. So this shows you that the pro-life movement is not a biblical movement. It is a secular movement uh, trying to feign neutrality and trying to, in neutrality, go over here whenever there's no neutrality. And it's never going to get over there. And it's it's only shown after 50 years, and it's even showing even more now that they got their sacred cow that they thought had to be removed down. Guess what they're still doing? They're still doing 15-week abortion bans. They did not change. They told you. They told Dave and I. I'm for, you know, we just got to get rid of this. You know, once, once uh, Roe versus Wade is gone, then I am an abolitionist. And it's like, yes, yes, okay, where is it? Where, exactly okay, wait a second. Where? Where where fifteen well, week and eight this? week? Like, no, I no. Twenty twenty. Well, let's wait for what they do at the national convention before we in Missouri actually say that that is right. Seriously, seriously. Let's wait for some other higher group who actually doesn't have authority in Baptistic uh, ecclesiology. Let's wait yeah. for them to tell us that it's good that that it's good to say stop murdering yeah. babies immediately. Yeah, that's a great plan. Super yes. stupendous plan. Lies, lies, and evil wickedness. That needs to be in and, in and of itself. In and of itself, it was a lie. Because in 2020, when they told us, Adam, uh, we'll see what the what they do at the national office before at the national level before we do it at the Missouri Baptist level. Oh wait, and then when they actually affirmed it, what did they do? They rejected it. Yes, lies. Yes. So that yes. in itself needs to be repented for. Sorry, I know yeah. there's a little oh, bit yeah. of a squirrel trail. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, lastly, uh, that you know, it's kind of like the other major point here is the straw man. Um, it says there's some been there's going back to just to just remind there. This is what he said. He said there has been some some voices in this country saying that we should prosecute women who make the decision to have an abortion. That's not right. Well, it isn't right, but it's not that it's not right because uh, we should hold murderers accountable for murder it's not right because that's not the position of the voices that are speaking because we guess what um if if we were going after the decisions or the thoughts of people um then we would all be dead and killing each other so the thing is this is what this is what i am getting stinking tired of and it's the same thing um that's uh, whenever we're talking about you know saying abortions are banned um elective abortions are banned okay is it all is it only this what you know depends on the situation if you really want to celebrate abortions are banned so no no this is this is called language and smooth language and uh we will pass right over it if we do not critically think about words and really listen to people and he said that there are some voices in this country saying that we should prosecute women who make the decision to have an abortion. I'm not talking about people who make the decision. Now they will make a decision prior to the fact that they go and actually do it. Okay. So what is the abolitionist asking for somebody like, am I going to stone somebody for saying I'm going, I want to have an abortion. Am I going to stone them for that? No, no, 
they will go to trial after the fact that it is found out that they had an abortion and murdered a person. Just like anybody who murders a person, um, there's a lot of people that are thinking that Joe Biden should die, and they would probably think of ways to kill him. That is horrible and wrong, and that's something that God will judge them for, even if it's Joe Biden, because we are not supposed to have thoughts like that. That's right. Right? So it's the same thing against babies. And so that's not a crime. That is, that is sin, but it's not a crime, but it is a crime to murder somebody. And so that's whenever we go. So what the, what's happening here is he's, you know, he's in front of a ton of people and he's used the words that he's used. And he has said that we, that people like us, our voices are saying that we would want to prosecute somebody for making the decision to have an abortion. No, no, no. When it is worked out, when there's evidence, when there's two or three witnesses, then you take it to cry, pri- trial. You approve it if they have a if they can prove um, duress and all that kind of stuff that plays into it too. We are just asking for equal protection of the laws for pre-born stuff that we already have. We don't need any additional code. We have everything set up. Yes, there are things that we need to reform, but just waiting on those things to reform to do this that is a fallacy in and of itself as well. We need to stop this, and we need to start re- you know, representing people. So I, I hope this man is a Christian, can be held to the standard. If he's not, he's got no dog in the fight, and who cares? But he only cares for your vote. He's only caring for your vote to give him a career to stay a politician so that maybe he's escaping something else that would be too hard for him. Let me hit play again on this. In Virginia, since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, drawing in people of all ages, including these two students from Alexandria. I'm here to protect the sanctity of human life. I think that it's especially important that we are young and that we have an opinion. I mean, this is regarding people who are far closer to us in age. Right, I'm going to stop there. Number one, do you see, in my mind, an opportunity to demonstrate to this next generation if what does it mean to have a position that actually advocates for the protection of the preborn. What has happened is many in this political movement have gladly hijacked some of the with some of this compassion language individuals who actually are seeking justice. And yeah. that needs to be called out. Yeah. We need to call out their arbitrary and vague terminology, their hijacking of terms and likewise their softening of the implications of true language when they talk as the senator as that uh, senator did about the uh, abolitionist position. Yeah. Here is the governor of the great state of Virginia. It's the second time Governor Glenn Youngkin attended. Youngkin criticizing Senate Democrats days after they defeated several bills that would have restricted abortion access. Are you ready? Those Democrats who were restricting, who were hammering down those bills to restrict abortion access, were actually doing good things because that's not what we should be asking for. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things that, yeah. And so here's another part of the debate. And we've already had that episode because it happened in Kansas. Um, yeah. Whenever we talked about the uh, voting no on the, uh, what, what was that? Value them both. Uh, value them thing, both. Yeah. Because that was actually going to put the right in the constitution explicitly, which would have been stupid. Um, yes. And I'm glad that that went out. But then it's like, well, you, you abortionists are on the side. Your abolitionists are, uh, are on the side of abortion. No, 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 no. Again, the thing is, is there are limiting factors. And so, you know, I can't murder people. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do that. Like that there's, there, there are things, there are a righteous hedge over my actions um, from all angles around me. All right. So you're too busy over here. And then, so you're, you're missing the forest through the trees, right? Like, you know, like you're looking at a single tree, but you're missing the forest. There are more trees uh, to, to deal with here. And so, yeah, the thing is, is, for one, it's only proving that Roe did not did not provide the salvation that you needed. Again, that, that was political salvation, and it came up at a loss. Yes, yes, it's going to come up at a loss. This is why I keep on saying, like, and even if I hear an abolitionist say, like, we need to save babies, I was like, we need to stop saying by law that we're saving babies. No, that's right. to save babies, that's what Kevin Myers is doing up in Kansas. Um, going to the mills and going like, how can we get your baby adopted if you don't, or how about you keep your baby? If not, how can we get your baby adopted? That is actually, that's the saving part. That's the grace part. That is the church part. 
stay in your lane. All right. And then government stay in your lane. Please do justice whenever injustice is done. And that's all we're asking for. We're asking for if somebody murders somebody, do something about it. Like, but not until then <laughs> and, and <laughs> let, let the church and people, self-governed people, um, provide the grace and the mercy ministries, and then you provide the justice ministry. So, because we're not supposed to, again, there's a limiting factor. I'm not supposed to go and retaliate against somebody else who's done something against me. I need the mediation. Yes. God works by mediation for checks and balances in a fallen world. And if you can't, if you look at Israel and you look at America, come on, if you do not see the biblical implications, the biblical ripoff of our government because of evil people and the corrupting, the, the corrupted nature of people and the even more corruption that can come from it, and you give them power, if you cannot recognize that, then you are suppressing the truth and you hate Jesus so much you can't admit the truth that we have ripped off the Bible, which had a great, great, awesome like way to form government in that sense. So stay in your lane. And that's all, that's all the abolitionists are asking for. And we're asking the incrementalists to stop because like this is making the church state or the state church. So like the abolitionists who are usually theonomists are the ones that get, no, you're, you're the one that's trying to make the church state. And it's like, no, I'm trying to go. You're over here. Just do this. This is what God appointed you for. Let's do this over here. And the church needs to take, the hit of going, maybe we have not provided like we should have. And this is how God is disciplining us. Mm. Well said. Well but you said. know what? Guess what? We don't need to repent of anything, do we? That's the attitude that we're getting from the pro-life Christians. We don't need to repent of anything. The church is pure. It's undefiled. All like, No, only principally right now, brother. Here's the interesting so thing it is. Yeah. The argument is, well, we did the best we could. We did by what standards? Yeah. yeah, literally, no. that is well. Given the the laws of the land, that's right. In China, we don't have we don't send missionaries to China to to evangelize because we want to listen to what the government says. There is that right? No, yeah, that no. is not what we do. That is not what Southern Baptists do. By the way, by far, that is not what we do. We do not restrict. We are glad to teach revelation to Chinese believers in China. We are glad to baptize and evangelize Chinese Christians in China. Why? Because we disregarded the wicked laws of the government. Mm-hmm. And you might say, well, well, uh, our our laws have, 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 have God and God's word and God's law as their standard. Amen. They do. That means they were unjustly put into action when mm-hmm. Roe versus Wade was decided. Yeah, and we should have never listened to it, anyway. And instead of playing offense, we re- we reacted and no, like we should have been play- like no, you're not going to do this, court. You're not going to like we're not going to listen to you. That is, and you could have done, and we could have done this from the outset. But then again, I wasn't around yet, and this is an inherited thing um, to our generation. And the thing is, is now it's proving that even when Roe is gone, guess what? You're still doing the same stuff. We did the best we could is not an excuse. It's the best it you can do now is abolition, right? No one would forgive hmm. the German Catholic Church who decided to tip their hats to Hitler because they wanted to do the best they could. That was all they were doing was the best they could. They could still have church even if they had to prosecute Jews and throw Jews under the bus. See, they were doing the best they could. That's not an excuse for following an unjust system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is proposed 15-week ban with exceptions. Virginians want fewer abortions, not more abortions. Fewer. Fewer. Fewer abortions. <laughs> See, that is an admission. Again, they are not against abortion. They just want fewer abortions and the thing is is i'm not naive abortions will still happen even if an abolitionist regime came in and did provided equal protection because the hearts of men are bad right but the abolitionist position goes wait i know what the world is like i know what people are like i know what i am like and what i need okay the state can't save anybody understand but here's the deal when somebody murders somebody and it's definitely found out it gets dealt with and God has ordained the government to be bear the sword against the evildoer. And so we need to do that. 
And by what standard? It's got to be because God exists. This is his world. And we're supposed to teach the nations to obey the commands of Christ. That means abortion should be criminalized in a fallen world. So it's not going to end abortion, but it will abolish what? State-sanctioned abortion. The state is giving the okay. And that's what this man wants to do minimally is to still sanction the murder of the image bearers and he'll be praised by many christians for that position yes yeah because hey look we got fewer abortions no no you are still allowing the state to say it's okay whenever god says it's not okay looking to restrict abortions this rally is a big sign this is more about respect for all than just women not the pro-life position no no pro-life position is not young lady you have been lied to you have been confused you have been deceived you truly do i think actually want justice but you've Mm -hmm. been told that you have to settle for a standard of justice that is not one that comports with or equates to biblical justice which is injustice yeah, and so that's just that's the lull into complacency um, that we have gotten um, because of the uh, the politicizing of everything. Everything is a political identity. There is no uh, pre-political thing. Um, you are not a pre-political creature to then come into the realm of politics. And uh, this is where it's coming out, and it's getting commingled into uh, with Christian doctrine and synthesized. And uh, I mean, we just live in a post-enlightenment world. And this is just what what is happening. And so as this continues, you know, the the right will still go to the left and they'll look conservative because everybody's going this way because of relativity um, Mm. in the position. And so, yeah, but the thing is, is it's not recognizing the truth. And so, again, uh, church, are we under discipline because we have not spoken up, uh, because we have not been the pillar and buttress of the truth, um, because, you know, to to be a Christian in politics and to say no to an incrementalist bill because it's iniquitous, um, as Isaiah uh, 10.1 says, you know, you write partial laws. They're iniquitous. Stop it. I hate those things. And so we need to go, God still hates those things. Yes, we're in the new covenant, but the new covenant brought forth the gospel. Why? Here's because we are against the law. We were lawless. We are God-haters, and we have the whole of the old and new covenant. We have the scriptures, which when the, Paul wrote it, he was talking about the Old Testament grapha saying that in the Old Testament, because they didn't have, whenever Paul wrote what he wrote, they didn't have the whole New Testament canon yet. So it was enough to read the Old Testament to come to salvation, to come to know who God is and what he said, and to live life to be complete. So the one thing is you can look at the Old Testament and go, God hates uh, what? He hates uh, iniquitous bills, equal like not unequal weights and measures and, and judgments. And real quick, here is one of the what I believe are straw men that are often thrown up by many in the pro-life position. And again, I love many people in the pro-life position. So don't I don't want to ever pretend like I don't, but I love them enough to say this is sinful. Yeah. But the straw man that will often be held up is, well, wait a second, we did the best we could and we and we saved some lives. Are you saying no. that we were bad because we saved some lives? Or don't you celebrate the lives we saved? Listen, I'm grateful for every life that was saved. What I'm telling you is your measure by which you are evaluating your effectiveness is wrong. You are working for what worked, not what is just, not what is right. Is there some good in that? Yeah, by God's grace, some lives were saved. But your standard for evaluating that was not in accord with what God has said. Does yeah, that make that's sense? one of those things. That, well, the thing is, is did it save any, or was it well, just produced? That. That's a whole so, I mean, other. The, yeah, yeah, you you got to prove it. You got to prove it, and that's one of the things. Like I, I am, I every time that somebody would change their mind and repent from murdering somebody, yes, that's a good thing. If it was uh, under the penalty of something was the reason well i'm not happy that we're teaching behavioral modification and especially behavioral modification through law which is not teaching what we're supposed to be teaching as christians now god will produce the what he wants from the crookedness that's the way god works but again we are not god and just because uh something good comes out just because joseph ended up becoming a king 
um, and 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 the owner the of Egypt basically does not make Reuben and Judah look like you know they don't turn up smelling like roses. They're like, man, I'm glad I, dude, brothers, I'm so happy that you threw me in that pit and uh, sold me into slavery. Sad. You know, you know, no, no, it was wrong. They were wrong. And guess what? Again, I will continue to say the pro-life movement is Reuben, who tries to pretend that they're going to save him. And guess what? It's too late when he comes back to save him. And so we need to stop doing that, and we need to do what is right. Like Reuben should have been like, wait a second. He has done nothing against us. He's our brother. We should love him. And yes, dad might treat him, try, might treat us a little partially, but uh, just because he treats us partially as from, you know, he likes Joseph better than us, if that's, what it is, if that's really true. We don't need to do the same thing. We don't Potiphar's need to be partial. Wife, Potiphar, <laughs> doesn't give Potiphar's you. Yeah. wife got Joseph into prison where he was able to live and to tell the meaning of dreams. Guess yeah. what? On Judgment Day, Potiphar's wife is still going to be held liable for her lie that got yes. Joseph into prison. Yes, and so we can't neglect to call sin what sin is, uh, and we should give the glory to God for the goodness that came out of it. Yeah, people were saved because God uh, ordained that to happen um, through the actions of his brothers and the others that were involved, and even the forgetting of the cupbearer, and you know, everybody forgot Joseph for a long time. Um, but you know, God, that's up here and transcendent, that sees everything, has decreed everything, you know, he had something else to play, but that's that's God. Again, stay in your lane. Leave to God what is God's and just do what he's asked us to do, which is be faithful, be the pillar and buttress of the truth. And guess what? And this is what I, 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 I've told some, you know, another guy I'm just sitting here. You can say no and sleep at night knowing that you were faithful to God, even if you don't like what the alternative is because you voted no when it comes to these incremental things. You can vote against incremental bills and sleep at night because you know that God hates iniquitous laws. He hates partiality. And again, are you serving God or are you serving man? And yes, if you're a politician, you're, you're, you are trying to represent and stuff like that, but we have checks and balances. And whenever it comes to the idea of murder, come on, I don't care if you top down that thing. We should not care if murder is dealt with top down because we, that is, horrible and if we're allowing that in our society yeah that's and celebrating yeah. it mm -hmm. celebrating it let me hit the last uh you just got about seven more seconds here it's for which oh, that was the end my bad yeah that was the end yeah yeah so <laughs> it's just one of those things i want you guys to hear this um there's nothing you know there there's no victory um, and the, the fight still goes on and it's going to get, continue to be important to be a part of the conversation. It's going to be important to, uh, making your phone calls, uh, to senators, making relationship with your senators and representatives and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, being in this and, uh, even if it's, uh, in a, in a living room, um, in a barbershop, wherever you're at having these conversations and being there for it and knowing the distinctions on, you know, like here's, here's my lane as a citizen. Here's uh, here's where I'm supposed to be. If I am a, uh, in, in the legislature, or if I'm a governor, if I'm a president, whatever, you know, knowing that where you're at, because you know that God has ordained that or else you wouldn't have it. So even, even pilot, you know, Jesus told pilot, you wouldn't have any power to do this without being <laughs> granted. So we know that uh, these things are granted by God um, and you're there and God will hold you to accountable to the works that you do. Um, and, you know, you know, it's one of those things if, if God deals with you in mercy and grace, then praise God. And if he doesn't, well, you didn't deserve it. And so, you know, the judge of all the earth will do good um, at the very end of this whole thing um, with his judgments and stuff like that. But what do you want to do? Are you going to be faithful to God? Um, even whenever it seems antithetical to the world. I think we're supposed to do the antithetical to the world thing. I think uh, we're supposed right. to be upside down. Uh, I think that's what we preach on Sundays. Right. Somehow, just to, again, does not continue to get translated over into other areas. And so, again, all of Christ for all of life, and we are all going to fail at it. But if you also believe all of Christ of all of life, there is grace, there is mercy, um, but there has to be faithfulness on our part. There has to be holiness. Amen. 
that uh, that ends up coming out of it. So um, again, I just I just wanted to get that out there and have have that conversation, uh, you know, on the abolition front. Uh, thank you, Dave, for uh, the time yeah, and everything to, to do this and and uh, being a part um, of that. This was so. a great video. I enjoyed working through it with you and talking about a topic that needs to be talked about frequently. Yeah. Yes, yes. And so I will not yeah. see you on the fifteenth of February, but Adam will be there. Please, yes. if you can attend, I will have a meeting that I have to be at that day. So please forgive me. But please be there if you can. Yeah, no, we'll we'll have a good time, and uh, you know the thing is, is God's gonna do what He's gonna do with. Uh, I mean, He works with even less people, right? He keeps on. Mm-hmm. He uh, he uh, defeated a he helped defeat an army with only three hundred people after they like lapped water out of their hands, whatever. You know, <laughs> he he'll he'll do that. So the thing is, is yeah, that's awesome. But uh, um, yeah, we'll be up there if you want to get up there early. I know Wes is gonna be there at like nine and start passing out literature. He'll have it, so you could be there as early as nine, and then. And just make your presence known and go like, where's the literature and who can I talk to? If you want to do that, you're more than welcome. Um, and then just get up there one to two o'clock. Um, we'll have uh, speakers and singing and praying and all that kind of stuff. Uh, just a really good, hopefully just a gracious display um, of the truth. Um, but uncompromised truth and hopefully uh you know just continue as if you can't be there to pray for it pray for it pray pray that the hearts of the legislature here in missouri would be softened and uh there would be a continued just adding to uh to the whole movement of yeah we need to abolish abortion in missouri and uh you know stand um in defense for our unborn image bearers and uh you know pray for the other states um that that through that, God shows what righteousness looks like and goes, you know what? We can have these laws, and it is a righteous thing, and we need to do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that end up, and again, we're then we're able to apply the gospel to women and not actually discount the gospel from them. So mm-hmm. actually, we're ta- you know, whenever we're prohibiting uh, women from being prosecuted if they actually do murder, you know, you know, we can apply the gospel to that too. We need to give. We need to. We're taking the gospel away. So this is a gospel issue, guys. Um, so it becomes pretty clear once you get into all the implications. This is a gospel issue. So, all right. Well, uh, thank you for your time and downloading us. And uh, if there's anything else on the abo- you know, abortion front, abolition front that you want to see on Tag Your It, let us know. Please give us a like. Please give us a subscribe and tell your friends. And uh, let's just continue uh, to uh, further the ministry of the kingdom of God, and especially in the state of Missouri. So Amen. with that said, this is the Tag Your It podcast. I am Ray Ray. And I am David Van Becker. And Sully. Damn. Gloria. Gloria.